Hello and welcome to Leading from the Middle. I'm your host, Kevin Pratt, and today's topic is goal setting. We're going to talk about starting to set personal goals, your lifetime goals, staying on course, goal setting tips, and we're going to have fun with it today. So let's get ready for goal setting. Well, here we go. Goal setting techniques are often used by top athletes, successful business people, and high achievers in all fields. They give you long-term vision and short-term motivation. They focus your acquisition of knowledge and help you organize your time and your resources so that you can make the very most of your life. By setting sharp, clearly defined goals, you can measure and take pride and the achievement of these goals. You can see forward progress in what you might have previously seemed like a long, pointless grind. By setting goals, you also raise your confidence as you recognize your ability and your competence in achieving the goals you have set. These goals can be something as simple as deciding to lose weight. In the beginning, it may seem like a long, pointless grind. But as you start to stick to the plan, stick to your milestones, you'll find out that every day is progress. So let's talk about starting to set personal goals. First, you can create your big picture of what you want to do in your life and decide what large-scale goals you want to achieve. It could be You want to stop working by the time you're 50. It could be having your kids' college tuition saved up before you retire. It could be buying a brand new house, getting a job, getting a promotion. It really doesn't matter. You just have to have a goal that you want to achieve. Second, you break down your goals into smaller and smaller targets that you must hit so that you can reach your lifetime goals. The way I've done this in the past is I've set milestones along the way so that along the way I can reward myself for reaching the target. Let's say in a 12-month calendar year, I want my sales revenue to be achieved by July or even by June. See, here's why. As salespeople, we want to have long, relaxing summer vacations and summer breaks without worrying about our sales. This required me to come into the year focused with a lot of booked revenue. So the last quarter of the previous year, I would bank some of that revenue and some of those contracts so that Later on, I can start off the year strong, hit any type of 
escalators or bonuses in the first quarter. So that coming in the second quarter, all of third and, and most of fourth, all of the beginning of fourth, was already in the box. Some of you seasoned veterans out there may call this sandbagging. I call this gold planning. Finally, once you have hit your plan, you can start to achieve some of the things that you want to do long term. So if we start the process of thinking about how we wanted to buy a house or start a a cottage fund, first we come up with a number. Then we think about what mortgage do we want to have and how much of a down payment would that require for me to hit that number? And then you start working towards that. Every quarter, you put aside 25 to 30%. I know that's more than a quarter. You look at four quarters being 25 to 100. But I always like to set stretch targets in my goals so that I'm not as stressed at the second goal or the next goal as I was the first. So that's just a little tip from me to you. And if we look at our lifetime goals, the first step in setting personal goals is to consider what you want to achieve in your lifetime or by a time at least, say, 10 years in the future. And setting lifetime goals, it gives you the overall perspective that shapes all other aspects of your life and your decision making. So if you want to retire by your 50, then your spending has to be in concert to your behavior so that by 50, you can walk away and do what you want to do. Travel, go to Paris, or just relax and do something less stressful, your own business, or a hobby that you always want to do. To give a broad balance covered, of all the important areas of your life, try to set goals in some of these categories or categories of your own where these are important to you. For instance, your goal could be artistic. Do you have any artistic goals like painting, designing, crafting, or whatever you want to do? Do you have that in you? Next. Attitude. This is a mindset or anything that may be holding you back. If you are a kind of person that say, I always want to learn how to fly airplanes, not Superman, then maybe you go out and you start taking flying lessons to get your pilot's license. Maybe you wanted to play an instrument. Well, go out and buy the instrument. Take some classes and focus on that. Is there any part of you that maybe upsets you or or your behavior? If so, set a goal to improve your behavior or find a solution to the problem. If you get frustrated driving to work in traffic, then you might want to look at leaving 10 to 15 minutes earlier than normal. 
That way, if traffic becomes a bear, you have enough cushion built in that it doesn't bother you. Maybe listen to motivation on the way to work. That can be satellite radio, a CD, or book on CDs. And if you have a smartphone and Bluetooth in your car, you can stream it to the speakers. Third, let's talk about career. What levels do you want to reach in your career? Now, everybody cannot be the president of the company that you're working for. But that doesn't mean you cannot have president tendencies. You can learn a lot from the companies that you're already in. So if you do that, then make sure that you're the person that's taking all the classes, doing the extra work, receiving all the trainings so that later on you can use those best practices in your own business. Fourth, maybe it's education. If you're the kind of person that didn't finish college, go back to school. Most companies have tuition reimbursements. And in Georgia, depending on your income, the state will pay for a lot of state schools, which include the University of Georgia, Georgia Tech, Georgia State, Kennesaw University. There's a plethora of schools in Georgia that qualify if you meet the income requirements. But there's no reason why you can't go back and finish or get your master's degree or a PhD or any other kind of certification that you want to do. Think about what information and skills you would need to achieve your goals and then go get it. Next, maybe it's family. Do you want to be a parent? If so, how are you going to be a good parent? How do you want to be seen as a partner or members of an extended family? Being a parent is a blessing. It's not easy work, but it does have its rewards. And just like anything, it takes work from both sides to have fun. But if you can just stick it in long enough, it works out well. <laughs> Maybe your goal is built around a financial milestone. How much do you want to earn and at what stage? So if you want to earn a million dollars by the time you're 20, that's $100,000 every year for 10 years. So you said you wanted to earn it, but what do you want to keep? Those are two different things, but you can still have a goal in mind. Maybe it's a physical goal. Are there any athletic goals that you want to achieve? Or do you just want good health into an old age? And then what steps are you willing to take to achieve this? For instance, if you want to run the Boston Marathon, then how about start walking the block first? And then running the block. And then running a block, walking a block until you build up to a marathon. Just don't start to go out there, especially when it's built around a physical goal and try to do it day one. 
And maybe you want good health into your old age. Well, that means eating right. That means cutting back on the fried foods, on the candy, the potato chips, the soda, the smoking, the drinking. If you want good health into your old age, that's what it requires. And don't believe me, there are several studies that support what I'm saying. So you got to have steps to achieve even the smallest of goal setting. And last two, one being pleasure. How do you want to enjoy yourself? You should ensure that some of your life is for you. Meaning, if you're working 40, 50, 60 hours a week, how much time are you giving to yourself? Because I can guarantee you this, when the company you work for decides to go a different route, you're not in the equation. And I know that sounds bad, but it's true. You got to always have a goal and figure out how you fit in that goal and have a plan B for if something happens or something changes. Lastly, maybe you want to do more in public service. Do you want to make this world a better place? Volunteering, helping out the youth, the elderly, the less fortunate. Then what ideas do you have? Maybe it's volunteering for a large charity. Maybe it's starting your own charity, your own nonprofit. You don't have to have a large body of people to have a successful charity or nonprofit. So take all of these lifetime goals and spend some time brainstorming and select the one goal in each category that best reflects what you want to do. Then consider trimming again so that you have a smaller number of really significant goals you can focus on. See, people make a list, but they make the list unattainable. Give yourself a manageable list. I like three things to be in most things I do. So I make sure that it's the top three things I'm going to take care of. Once I take care of those top three things, anything above that is gravy. Whether it's working on the next three things or something that I've been putting off that falls in line with my overall goal. But here's the thing. When I achieve those three important things, what happens, I feel good about my progress and my trajectory and where I'm headed. And as you do this, make sure that the goals you've set are ones that are genuinely you want to achieve, not something unrealistic like quitting your job, starting a business and being a millionaire in in the first year. These things can happen and they have happened, but it's going to take time to do that. So just make sure that it's a goal that applies to you. Not one that your parents, your family or co-workers might want. If you have a partner, you might want to consider what he or she wants. However, make sure you also remain true to yourself. So, when you have a partner, 
in your goal setting that buys into your goal, remember, it's still your goal, but they're supportive and they understand the vision. But if it's totally opposite of what their appetite is, then you may want to reconsider when and how you do it. If you're dating, you might want to get this out of the way first. You don't want to go into a long-term relationship, possibly marriage, with the goal that may ruin the relationship. Know that ahead of time. But remain true to yourself. Staying in the course on goal setting is kind of simple. Once you've decided to set a plan first, keep the progress that's going by reviewing and updating your to-do list, those top three things I spoke of. Often review the longer-term plans and modify them to reflect your changing priorities and experiences. Life might get in the way. Being a pilot may still be a goal of yours, but you and your spouse just had kids, maybe twins. That's a life experience that changed priorities in your goals. So readjust, continue to move forward, and make that your own. So I'll start, I'll end this with a few goal setting tips. Six to be exact. First, start out by stating each goal as a positive statement. Express your goal positively. Execute this technique well as it makes perfect, perfect, perfect sense to you, but make it much better than don't make a super mistake. Make a positive statement like, I will graduate on time. I will get this job. I will get a promotion. And here's how I'm going to do it. Be precise in goal setting. Do not be vague. Set a precise goal, putting in dates, times, and amounts so that you don't, so you can have a measurable achievement. So you can look at it and say, how do I know I'm moving forward? It has to be measurable. Okay? If you do this, you'll know exactly when you have to achieve the goal and take complete satisfaction from achieving it. So when you set a a milestone by Christmas of 2020 and you reach that goal, it's your goal. You have the complete authority and the approval to to accept the satisfaction for what you've achieved, especially if it's something you've always wanted to do. Set priorities. When you have several goals, give each a priority. One, two, three. Or you can have five. This helps you feeling overwhelmed by having too many goals. And it also helps your attention to the most important ones. So when you have a goal ranked as one above two, that takes special attention of the rest of them because you've given it a higher priority. And the most important thing out of goal setting is write it down. This crystallizes the goal and gives it more force. Most people don't write down what they want to achieve. They have it in their mind. I want to start a business and here's how I want to do it. 
but they don't think about prospecting, marketing, customer acquisition, hiring, non-competes, payroll, a succession plan. What about that? You start a business, most businesses don't last forever. They all have to have a succession plan. But by writing down your goal, it crystallizes them and gives them more force. It keeps you operational and it keeps your goals small. Keep the low-level goals you're working towards small and achievable. If a goal is too large, then it can seem like you're never going to achieve it or you're never making progress. Keep your goals small and incremental. So that gives you more opportunity to reward yourself as you achieve goals along the line. I did this when I was going to school as an adult and getting my uh, degrees. Every semester after I completed six classes, I rewarded myself by some activity and celebrated the success. And as a class, we did this together. So always keep operational goals small. Two more, and then we'll end with goal setting tips. So set performance goals, not just outcome goals, because outcome goals can be fishy and it can be misleading. But performance-based goals have merit and they're measurable. You should take care of these goals, excuse me, you should take care of of these set goals over which you have as much control as possible. So when you set goals that are performance-based, there is nothing more disparaging than failing to achieve a personal goal for reasons beyond your control. But if you set performance-based goals, then you can adjust based on issues and things beyond your control. In business, these could be bad business environments or unexpected efforts of government policy. In sports, for example, reasons could be poor judging, bad weather, an injury, or just plain bad luck. If you base your goals on personal performance, then you can keep control over your achievement of your goals and draw satisfaction from them. And lastly, make your goals realistic. It's important to set goals and to achieve them. All sorts of people need goals. Employers, parents, media, society. But make sure they're not unrealistic goals for yourself. We often do this in ignorance of our own desires and ambition. Alternatively, we may set goals that are too high because we may not appreciate either the obstacle in the way or understand quite how much skill you need to develop and achieve a particular level of performance. I'll never set a goal to go against Michael Jordan in a game of basketball. That's completely unrealistic. But I may set a goal to shoot better, to get better exercises, and to feel good in my own skin at 47. 
So I hope you, you all take something from this goal setting uh, podcast. I hope it was rewarding and look for me to record more series from my podcast, Leading from the Middle.